This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Matt, good morning. What's the big story at ACC Media Days this year? Well, I mean, I, I think it'll come today, if anything, because today uh, Clemson takes the stage, and we know Davo always is good for a quote. Uh, Mac Brown is also coming to the stage today, and we know occasionally that Mac Brown says some very interesting things. So I think the answer to your question is the story hasn't been written yet. It's probably coming today from one of those two head coaches. Matt, we all know that Clemson and Dabo built that program on God's name, image, and likeness. That's one of my favorite Dabo quotes of all time. But does Clemson, are they going to get a real challenge? It feels like Florida State can really give them a push this season. In fact, I think Florida State is the favorite to win the conference. Yeah, I think that we're going to find out this year more about Clemson because of their offensive coordinator. They finally hired a legit offensive coordinator in Garrett Riley coming over from TCU. So I think you look at a team that we know their defense is always going to be good. And once again, with guys like Xavier Thomas and Tyler Davis up front, Clemson's defense is going to be good, even though they lose people every single year. Um, Florida State will learn really quick. LSU week one in Orlando. Uh, you know, last year we thought that they were going to lose to uh, LSU down in New Orleans in week two and they didn't. So um, if they want to show us that they're back and that the 10-3 and last year wasn't a fluke, uh, I think they'll try and win that game week one against LSU in Orlando when it's presumably going to be a very pro FSU crowd. All right, so the ACC to me looks kind of top-heavy, and I think a lot of people kind of have that mindset, is casual fans of the ACC in a football standpoint. What are the smaller storylines or some of the other schools that maybe don't get the top billing that will definitely be contenders in the ACC this year? Or do you think it's really top-heavy? Well, so I was talking to West Durham uh, on my show, and um, he I mean, a lot of the people agree. It's pretty much the top two. It's Clemson and Florida State. And then there's a whole bunch of teams that could be three. And, and really it is. I mean, it's Pittsburgh. It's North Carolina. Uh, it's NC State, Louisville. I actually think Duke uh, is going to be pretty good this year. It's funny because on my show I said, hey, I think Duke's going to be really good. They've got a better roster than Virginia. And Virginia fans are like, wait a second. I don't, I don't think that's true. If you look at Duke, they've got 18 starters back and they've got a really good defense. They've got one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the conference in Riley Leonard. They've got a schedule that lines up really nicely, five of their first six at home. They get to host Clemson, Notre Dame, NC State, and Pittsburgh. I think Duke is going to be that sneaky team, and I also believe somewhat in NC State. When you have a chance to reunite Brennan Armstrong and Robert and I, who worked really well together a couple years ago in Charlottesville, um, plus Peyton Wilson's coming back for his 15th year, it feels like, on defense for the Wolfpack. I think NC State could be a sneak a sneaky team as well. Matt, I asked this because I have to ask a question about Texas. You mentioned Mac Brown, used to be head coach at Texas. I hate this question, but I'm gonna ask you because you follow college football. Is Texas finally gonna be back? So I feel like Texas is one of those teams that every time we want them to be back and we try really hard and we wish it, uh, you know, in front of a mirror or whatever that they come back and they know that they don't do it because last year it's like okay they're going to be pretty good and they went eight and yeah. five everything lines up for them to be back 
The question is, I mean, week two, what are they going to do against Alabama? They probably won't go to Tuscaloosa and win that game, but mm-hmm. I almost want them to show up. I want it to be a close game. I want it to be a situation where they run the ball pretty well, and Quinn Ewers doesn't look like a sophomore quarterback. So I think they are lining up to be back. I think the conference is down enough to have them probably win the whole thing, but it's also Texas, and they let us down sometimes when we really want to believe in them the most. All right, so back to the ACC. Uh, It looks like Drake May should have a good shot at winning the Heisman this year, but from a betting standpoint, it feels like the Heisman is usually not somebody who's one of the favorites. But you look at the numbers for Drake May last year, uh, incredible stats, 38 touchdowns to only seven interceptions. Do you think Drake May is on pace for another great season? And do you think he has a good shot at winning the Heisman? I think he has a decent shot. I think the perception of the ACC is not is not good enough um, for him. I think he's going to have to overcome that sort of thing. This feels like an SEC Big Ten award, really. Like it's it just it, this is what it comes down to: is that college football essentially has two really good conferences, and everybody else is like, oh yeah, they're kind of there too. Um, but yeah, if you were to tell me who's the best candidate from this conference to win the Heisman, it would be Drake May. He's got some new weapons that he kind of has to worry about. Um, it's ironic we see so many transfers from inside this conference. Georgia Tech's number one wide receiver transferred to North Carolina. Kent State's uh, wide receiver uh, transferred to North Carolina. Um, we saw uh, Phil Dracovic go from Boston College to Pittsburgh. We saw you know Brendan Armstrong go from Virginia to NC State. I think it's fascinating to see all these intra-conference transfers because we know how much that's frowned upon in some of the other places. Matt, I want to keep asking you just about general college football just because I'm so excited, and I know you're covering the ACC, but when you talk about Nick Saban, I read that his legacy is on the line this season, and I thought that is one of the dumbest things. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but is that an overstatement, or is there any case that Nick Saban's legacy is on the line this season? Georgia is now the class of the SEC, but I can't believe I read that. No, I don't think his legacy is on the line, but I do think it's one of those things. We're getting close to, you know, his recruiting is slightly down. And when I say slightly down, it means like occasionally he's mixing in a four-star kid from all all the five-star kids. But, like, you know, he doesn't have a ton of starters back this year. He's got, you know, the the, uh, the Notre Dame kid potentially in the mix at, at quarterback. And as you said, the, the, the college football world no longer runs through Alabama. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to go and sit there and say, yes, his legacy is on the line. But I think this would be one of these years where Alabama – is almost quiet in a way, you know, there, there's one of those teams that you're kind of talking about, but you're not talking about as much as usual. So he almost is in one of those situations where he could surprise some people by having a really good team. But yeah, that's, that's a little much to say his legacy's on the line. Also the talent is there this year. I think when it comes to talent base, they still have the most talent of any team in college football. I need to double check that, but me thinks they will be all right this year. All right, so open-ended here, because we haven't had you on the show uh, in a few weeks at least. So do you have any baseball plays? Do you have any college football win totals or anything that you're betting on right now? Well, so I have um, uh, Northern Illinois over five and a half uh, in college football win total. And I bet on them they're over last year. The injuries just absolutely killed them. They're out of the MAC. And here's the thing that's always interesting when you look at these win totals. Um, there's different books have different numbers. And so when you are betting this sort of thing, you need to go and find out um, the best numbers. You need to have money in as many different places as possible. So I like Northern Illinois over five and a half. They're quarterback rock. 
Rocky Lombardi is the transfer from Michigan State. He got hurt last year. The season went downhill. He's healthy right now. Their schedule lines up really nicely for them to get six, seven, potentially eight wins and be a sleeper to win the MAC. And then I don't know if I gave this out the last time I was on. I like a sleeper when it comes to the Heisman, and it's a long, long, long shot, which is why I'm telling people if they want to follow on this one, just to sprinkle like a quarter of a unit, a fifth of a unit, be ready to be, to assume you're probably going to lose this. But it's a guy I think is going to have a great season, and it's quarterback Taylor Green out of out of Boise State. I got him at 500 to one to win the Heisman, and usually 500 to ones don't win the Heisman. But everything kind of lines up nicely for Taylor to have a good season and to put up some some numbers that I think will put him in the mix. Uh, week one, he's got Washington in a game that people will see. Usually the West Coast games, they're on at night. People are in bed. They're not watching. This one's actually on at a decent time. Um, the Mountain West has terrible defenses one after another. And Boise State probably is going to win the uh, is probably going to win the Mountain West. Uh, they play at Memphis. That's another high-profile game. They get UCF at home. Um, it's the same offense. He's got pretty much everybody back. So I figured I took a shot. 500 to 1, I'm willing to lose the money. But Kalen Green, the quarterback, from Boise State is my long shot for the Heisman. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.